Welcome to Documentary First, inside look at a first-time filmmaker's journey. I am your host, Josh Lindsay, from the Movie Proposal Podcast. Hey, Josh Lindsay. Hello. And with me is our first-time filmmaker, Christian Taylor. Hi there. Hello. It's been so long since I've seen you. I know. <laughs> and then sitting next to Christian is our trusty, dusty, research extraordinaire, button-pushing guy, Jason Rugg. Hey there. Hey there. High five. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, man, film festivals... You've got French couples living with you. So You've, fun. They've been cooking cook. every night for dinner. We have French chefs in the house. Yes. <laughs> I want to say I got to partake. Yeah. No, what, what, did, what were you there for? <laughs> the, um, the birthday. Yeah, but what did we cook that night? Uh, pork chops and a lava oh, cake. Oh, yeah. And, and he, made the, he made the Normandy apples with calvados, didn't he? Yes. Yes. And, uh, Tomah loves to cook. He, he made meat inside of meat. For my husband. Oh. And, I mean, Jeremy's like, they can stay however long they want. <laughs> I want this twice a week. He did say they were the best house guests they've ever had. They are the best house guests. No offense to any other house guests. They're amazing. One of them being my wife. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, your, your wife lived with us. She was a guest. Well, they are too, so I guess. So, uh, you got a money, Christian. I am. What am I going to do? We, we sent out an SOS email today. Did you get that? I did. I, you got the SOS email? I don't, I don't, maybe I need to check my email. Oh, my gosh. It was an SOS email, sadly, to all of our donors who've been so generous and gracious and gotten us this far. But, you know, it's sort of like I tell my husband, the baby's head is out. We've got to get the rest of the body out. And, you know, people that are this invested in, in all, all the that's, men that's one in way the way studio. To put that. <laughs> you, you got them most of the way out. Just grab and pull. <laughs> oh, I wish it was that easy. Maybe we're stuck at the shoulders. We don't have the shoulders out yet. Josh looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry for that analogy, but that's what it's like. And so all of the people that have given us a shower and given us baby baby gifts and all of that. And they're on the sidelines cheering for this baby to be born. You know, we've all got stuff invested already, so we can't just quit, you know? So we had to go back to our most faithful supporters and be like, can you please donate a little more? Like I felt like, you know, little Oliver twist and may have some more please. And I just feel terrible about asking, but but we have 400 people on our email list. If everybody gave a hundred bucks, We'd be at $40,000. We'll just get them to do that. <laughs> well, and 80% of our donors have donated $100 or less. Oh, okay. That's a lot. I mean, 80% yeah, yeah. of our, so it's like, this has grassroots gone wild. Right, you right. You know, like it truly, the fact that our donors have brought this movie to life is just unbelievable to me. I can't wait till one day I sit on a panel and I talk about how we funded this movie hmm. because I think it's so out of the box. I really do. And very different, you know, and the fact that we're basically an all virtual film company. Right. So it, there's just so much, I think, that to talk about. And one of them is we have an incredibly passionate, loyal audience that feels this story is important. And um, and that's the only way we have been able to make it. So. Yeah, so I sent out that email asking for more donations, and I'm hoping for the best. Well, in addition to that, you have a sponsor of sorts that you're seeing soon. Well, yes, I'm super excited about this opportunity. So Colonel David Chapman, he used to be the senior military attaché at the U.S. Embassy in Paris. He is also in our film. And I don't know if we talked about this before, but 
his daughter, no, his best friend's daughter asked my son to homecoming. <laughs> it's so crazy. I, I, I don't think we talk about this. Okay, no. yeah. So Josh, uh, this is several years back, gets asked to homecoming. Different Josh. Yes, Josh, my <laughs> yeah. Josh, gets asked to homecoming. We go to this family's house. I had just gotten back from uh, being in Normandy. This is 2017. Just seen Flavia and Thomas, and I had all these exciting stories to tell of these people that I met in Normandy. And the father says, really? You're doing a film in Normandy? Well, you know, you might really want to meet my friend, my friend David. I'm like, who's your friend David? And he's like, yeah, well, he uh, he's over at the U.S. Embassy in Paris. <laughs> and I was like, what does he do? And he's like, yeah, he's a senior defense official. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> and he turns out it was David himself that was responsible for coordinating the U.S. military troops ending up at these French ceremonies. Wow. And he also was jumping on D-Day. So he saw the trailer and was all in from the moment wow. it, you know he started. And he, we interviewed him. He's in the film. He helped us with so many other things. He's just a phenomenal individual, not to mention the fact he invited me to his retirement party at the ambassador's residence in Paris, which was so unbelievable to sit and hear the life of this man. You know, he'd gotten married, he had a child, and they talked about his whole military career and his family. And to be a part of that moment in the middle of this uh, residence with the ambassador and all these other people there, it was overwhelming. Mm. So he's just been incredible to me and to this film. And when he... When he left, he retired, and he came back to the United States. He wasn't sure what he was going to do, but he had an opportunity to interview at Michelin. Now, Michelin, Michelin, <laughs> isn't that how you French people say it? Michelin, Michelin, um, is a French company, and it's doing business here in North America. And many people do not know that they started publishing in the Michelin Guide, like in the late 30s, and the 1939 edition of the Michelin Guide had maps in it. You see, the people at Michelin were geniuses because they figured out if we encourage people to travel, oh, right. what will they need? Tires. New tires. <laughs> so they created this guide with all these different restaurants, and they put maps into these restaurant guides. Smart. So in 1939, the guys planning the Normandy invasion gave the GIs the maps out of the Michelin guidebooks. Hmm. So there is already this synergy between Michelin Company and the Girl Who Wore Freedom. In 1947, they published a tourist map uh, so that people could find the different towns and beaches and things like that. So um, David is interviewing with Michelin for this job and pitches them our film. Wow. On the job interview. <laughs> On the job interview. Wow. And basically shows it to the human resources lady, Janet Krupka, and she just loved it. And when they gave him the offer, after they gave him the offer and he accepted it, she's like, now I can't get my mind off of that film trailer you showed me. <laughs> it would be amazing if we could bring it here. Yeah. So Michelin is bringing us out next week. We're going to do a business um, 
like resource group for veterans. We're going to do a presentation. Flavia and Toma are going to come with me in their 40s clothes. And David Chapman's going to be there. And David Patterson, the executive producer, and Melissa Perkins, my assistant. We're all going to be there talking about, you know, what our project has done. We're going to do a meet and greet. So uh, if you have friends and family in the area or if you live in the Greenville, South Carolina area, come on out and meet us. And there'll be a special event uh, a focus group event on Friday night, the 13th, at the Peace Center. So Michelin's bringing you out. Who, who's going to be watching the film? Like the, There's a focus group event. Well, I know, but who, like, who Oh, it's they? all the Michelin people. Just employees come and... And, well, do you know that, that in South Carolina, there's a section at the top called the Upstate. I did not know this. But Upstate is North South Carolina. And they do an upstate month every year where they focus on – it's a very diverse community because there's a French company that's basically all of Greenville. And so there's lots of um, a very international community there. And so they want to bring all those cultures together and bridge the gaps and educate each other. And so um, our project is a perfect fit for bringing the French and American communities together. Wow. So they, they, we're part of this upstate month. Okay. Of March, Yeah. Is it during the day, during the evening? So our uh, we're speaking at Michelin to the Veterans Group is um, on Thursday the 12th during the day. And then our focus group meet and greet book signing thing is on Friday evening. Okay. Uh, they also introduced us to Furman University, which is also in Greenville, South Carolina, a wonderful university. They were so excited. The French professor and history person said, you've got real French people with you. <laughs> and so they were so excited about Flavia and Thomas and seeing them in their 40s clothes and <laughs> And hearing their history presentations and things like that, they invited us to come and speak to the school. And so we're going to do that in some classes and then do another focus group meet and greet uh, event thing on Wednesday the 18th. Is, is this an opportunity for fundraising or just kind of like just, hey, here's what I we're doing. am praying that to the Lord every single day that this is an opportunity for fundraising. I mean, I do hope that people will donate, but bigger than that, uh, David Patterson and I are working on a pitch to Mm. present to them. This is a phenomenal opportunity I think Michelin has to join with us because we're about to start our festival run and um, all eyes are going to be on these film festivals over the next year and there's some amazing promotional opportunities. For example, can you imagine if they became our partner and we've got we're in all these big festivals in towns where Michelin star restaurants are. We can include the Michelin guide with our promotional materials. The Michelin restaurants could have pre or post uh, film event hmm. parties. Um, their name could be you know it could be Michelin presents the girl who wore freedom, and you know they can be plastered on all of our you know step and repeats and all of that. I mean, it's a wonderful advertising opportunity. And I think any company that partners with the girl who wore freedom, there's going to be a lot of goodwill. The halo effect will exist. I feel like, you know, what comes to mind is like growing up watching, uh, Documentaries and things like that on PBS with my grandparents. And, and the beginning is, you know, this film is brought to you by, and then often it's a name of a company, and then they list a few. Well, think about, but, remember Wild World of Disney? Like, wasn't that, it was the mutual, no, it's Wild, it's Mutual of Omaha's 
Wild Kingdom. Oh, okay. that was it. Do you remember? There you go. That's not, I don't, know if, you, I don't you know if you're right, me? but that does sound familiar. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Or, but you're right. On PBS, it's this documentary was brought to you by, and all of Ken Burns' things have the Better Angel Society or Bank of America. You know, there it's a wonderful promotional opportunity yeah. because then that company is, you know, got its name and brand behind it, but um, it's also demonstrating that they care about our message, and you know. It's not just true for Michelin. If Michelin decides not to partner with us this way, the same benefit could exist for any corporation. So if you're listening and you have a corporation or you know of someone who does, we'd love to partner with you. Very exciting. Yeah. So when again? When is the date of the, the event? So March 12th is the veteran luncheon at Michelin. March 13th is the focus group event at the Peace Center. And March 18th is the focus group event at Furman University. And I was going to say, no more screenings, just you're just working on film festivals from this point forward, Yeah, yeah. And people can get more information by um, writing um, Christian at normandystories.com. You can go to our website to find some more information or all of our social media. Uh, You can write us notes on social media. We respond. That's the best way to ask us questions. But... We'd love to see you at one of these things. All right. Well, we're, we're, I'm excited to hear more about Michelin. So. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Documentary First, where we believe everyone has a story to tell, and you can be the one to tell it. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Documentary First. We really appreciate your partnership with us. We can't do any of this without you. So thank you so much for listening, for donating, and for following along on our journey. If you are able to make a donation this week, we really would appreciate it. We are supported by donors who give us $100 or less, so anything helps. Also, if you're able to share the news about the girl who wore freedom with your friends and family, please do that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or email, and sign up for our newsletter at Normandy Store. Please go to normandystories.com slash donate to make a donation today.